Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 458th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got this guy, but he's an onion. It's Linian. Hello. We've also got our host of the Battlecast, the one and the only, Seth Vilo. Hello, wow. I am very qualified. Wow. <laughs> we forgot what Linian hosts. Wow. <laughs> These are my sons, Seth and not Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and so it's a good time, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, which is a nonsensical name we came up with in 2008. No, no, 2007. We say 2007 all the time. We say, we say, oh, it's not so clean. We came up in 2007, which is technically true. Wasn't it like December 32nd of 2007? So like the first episode of the Puckle podcast, like released onto the interwebs, December 31st, 2007. But uh-huh. it's a name we came up with in 2007 because we had to name the show before that episode came out. Right. So I'm not lying. I'm not no lying. No one was uh, calling you out on this until you decided to make it a thing. I did. Seth was a little bit. And like, what's worse is like, like throughout the years, like we've migrated the show from platform to platform because a, a podcast has been like an ever evolving medium since like 2005. So like we started on one platform, we moved to another platform and there weren't good ways to like hold all of your dates. And so when we finally made a jump from, I believe it was, uh, there was like a couple of years where like our, our hosting was abysmal (laughs) we jumped to like 13 different hosts within a year (laughs) because you couldn't uh you couldn't keep all these hosts like the free hosting which is die right now you have anchor which is great like anchor is a great place to get started i don't know if it's a good place to stay but it's a great place to get started but like back then like we started with uh, mypodcast.com i think if you listen to episode 30 because i lost the original mp3 i had to re-download it from them so you still get like the little mypodcast.com ad at the front (laughs) We were there for a long time, then their servers died because a lot of people wanted to start free podcasts. Um, so then we moved to something else and to something else and something else. And then we eventually just like landed on, oh, we can just host it on WordPress. And we just did that. Mm-hmm. And when we did that, that was in 2012. And we had to re-upload everything to WordPress. There wasn't like an import button. Gotcha. And so all of our earliest episode, if you look back at our catalog, says 2012. And so people are just like, 2007, that's just a liar. And a little bit, yeah. But not for the reason you think. <laughs> As you see, I did not perjure myself 
I'm just an idiot. But yeah, welcome to the Puckle Podcast where we talk everything Pokemon <laughs> from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. Um, man, I could I miss I want like a good spinoff Pokemon game. We haven't had a good spinoff in a while. Like Mystery Dungeon DX was a pleasant surprise. But even then it wasn't new. Like it was just a rehash of the old one. That's true. It, it wasn't new. And I really would like you. Are you saying you didn't enjoy Pokemon Cafe Mix and Pokemon Smile? Okay, both of those I wouldn't even like claim are spinoff games like. I I said I've said this on the Discord a couple times, but and I probably said it on the show. I don't know. I, I talk about I have the same ideas, and people listen to me, and it's they shouldn't. I really think like TPCI is just constantly in this race to try to find like the next uh like the next Pokemon Go. I, I think those were honestly more of an attempt to find the next uh Pokemon Troze Shuffle more than anything else. Uh, I don't know about Pokemon Smile. Pokemon Smile is just like a weird thing that they're just like, yeah, we're going to make. <laughs> sure, sure, we're going to make this. Let it happen. I think it was just like somebody's really stupid idea in a meeting and somebody picked it up and was just like, no, we could do that. And it was one of those things where he's like, I didn't think we'd get this far. It's a, it's a really, really good time. I don't know. Like, I'd love, I can't wait for a Pokemon Snap whenever that drops. Like, whenever new Pokemon Snap drops, I'll be excited. Because it's been a really long time since like we've gotten like actual games. Yeah. Mobile games are games. I don't want to like devalue any Anybody who's just like my favorite game is what, what's that one candy crush and like I, I don't want to devalue those opinions because i mean i'm not gatekeeping like what it means to play games but like for me personally i would like to see something that's like on a console and i understand why you go mobile because the the audience is larger and you can make really fun hashtags etc etc et make fun hashtags you say yikes uh yeah did you see that hashtag Seth? oh we saw that hashtag <laughs> oh yikes. yeah it's a great time pokemon masters ex and nothing else capitalization is important it is very important that is not a relationship i want to have with my pokemon that is for sure no it's with other pokemon masters anyway oh <laughs> uh, that makes more sense uh no i really want like a good like spinoff game i never thought i'd be excited for for a game that's like a, a, a quote-unquote spinoff game until recently when they announced the Legend of Zelda New Hyrule Warriors. I am more excited for that than I think I should be. One, it's probably because of the drought of Nintendo games that we're currently in because I think I think genuinely like Nintendo first party titles are some of the most um, creative games out there in terms of gameplay and stuff like that and consistent in quality man they are the fast food restaurants and video games like you know if you buy a first party Nintendo game it's probably it's probably at minimum like a B you have much better opinions of fast food than I do I was about to say Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I'm not saying fast food's good. Fast food's horrible for you. I think you. it Don't just means the consistency of it. The consistency of fast food. Like, that's why people eat fast food is because it's consistent. Like, if you go to a McDonald's in Ohio and then you go to a McDonald's in California, you're going to get the same quality of food. Mm. McDonald's used to have the teriyaki burger in Hawaii, and I don't know if they still... I, last time I went, they did not have it. They have pineapple tea, though. That's really good. I try to, like, steer away from too much pineapple, mostly just because it, like, eats my mouth. That's the fun part, though. That's the horrible part of pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I want food that fights back. I'm learning all of the wrong things about Seth. <laughs> There should be, like, a pineapple Pokemon. Besides Ludicolo? Ludicolo? Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. He does not fight back. I love Ludicolo, and I love that he still has, like, the little dancing animation, even in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Ludicolo does not fight back. Thatch 2020. He does not, okay? He's just too happy. Uh, he's too happy to fight back. But he'll he'll shriek his name in Detective Pikachu and its sequel. <laughs> also, whatever happened to that? You know how we had that Pokemon conference, like, back in 2019, and they announced, like, all these other things? are coming and then none of those things have been announced but pokemon snap 2 was announced like what's going on with that i can't hear you over my lack of sleep yeah pokemon sleep was announced 
nothing it's been a year and a half now nothing uh, pokemon detective pikachu 2 the game that nobody asked for is also it co- was also announced that's not coming like we haven't heard anything about that maybe it's because it was like before like the like the mic drop that is like all the pokemon are missing mm-hmm. happened and so like they reverted a lot of their attention to like pr on that front or something like that mm. but even then like we got pokemon smile like we got pokemon smile before we got pokemon sleep what is going on well you need to brush your teeth before you go to bed this is true i think you just got facts and logic they're prepping us that's it yep we figured it out boys <laughs> <laughs> on that note, though, there has been some stuff going on in the Pokemon community this week, so let's kick it on over to the news. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in... And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few exciting and a few non-exciting things. Um, One being that the next 12 episodes of the Pokemon Journeys anime is now available on Netflix if you live in the US. Sorry, UK. I think they finally got like the first six episodes, though. Nice. That's something. That's something. I still recommend you just go get a VPN. (laughs) That way you can watch whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like today's sponsor. Th- no. <laughs> what? Like Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Nord Shadow Raid Legend Dairy Pokemon. Yes. Uh Nord VPN. Use code Puckle. Don't use code Puckle, please. Um, okay. I'm excited. I haven't watched them yet, and I'm gonna sit down and watch them this week because I, I honestly I think outside of the thing that scared me with the first twelve episodes where like they just like really push the Pokemon Go aspect of the franchise. It was one scene. It was literally one scene. Okay, okay, you say that, but then they also have a character named Go who just throws Pokeballs at things and catches them without battling them most of the time. I mean, his name isn't his name is because of Go Ichinose, not not the thing. Yeah, but then he also just catches Pokemon like he's in Pokemon Go. Okay, why not both? It could be both. I think it's. I think honestly, Seth's on the right on the right uh, path there. Mm-hmm. I I agree with Seth. <laughs> Now I want Taco Bell. Uh, with potato or without potato? What? They got rid of all their potato items at Taco Bell. Why would you get a potato? Oh. <laughs> because you're because you're vegetarian like Sigma? They get beans. Oh, never mind. This is the news section, not the Taco Bell section. <laughs> okay, tell us more about the about this King's Rock giveaway. Yep, so there was a King's Rock giveaway, and they kind of maybe implied that there would be something else, but there was not something else. It was literally just, here's a King's Rock. You can get it for 24 hours. So that was the only news that came out they of it. They made it sound like they were going to do something special, because they said, like, oh, we've got special news. And I forget yeah. what it was, but it was it was an absolute nothing yeah, yeah, burger. It was nothing. Like, it was just nothing. It it was nothing. Nothing happened. It feels a little weird that we haven't heard anything else about Crown Tundra, but I mean, they did kind of drop everything when they dropped all the Isle of Armor news, too. Yeah, like, Isle of Armor, like, all happened within two weeks. Yeah. You have and to remember that. They're like, like here's, the, here's the Reg Eyes that are coming in November. You don't have yeah. them. So. Well, like, we just got, like, everything dropped in, in Crown T- like, when Isle of Armor happened back in June. And what I would expect is either Crown Tundra just gets dropped and, like, we have it one day, uh, which I don't think is the case based on the leaks that we've gotten from the from the data mine. Mm-hmm. 
but I, what I what I really think is going to happen is we're going to get something that some kind of trailer. Hopefully by the I think by the end of this month or early October. What if they do that though? That would be so cool if it just we we all load up sword or shield one day. And yeah, that'd be cool. Saying, hey, you you can go here now. What? <laughs> no, dude, I would love that. I I would love it. I that would feel so melting. I miss uh, I do miss surprises in video games. The internet's really ruined it. Mm-hmm. And I I mean we've gotten a lot of benefits from the internet as well. So like I can't be too mad at it. But one of the negative things of the internet has been like no surprises. Like there's just none. I would say Sword and Shield tried to um, tried to keep a lot of their Pokemon under wraps, uh, which which was cool. And then it didn't work. Uh, yeah, it didn't work very well. It never does. Um, but yeah, they they try to do that. I mean, they they like put the hammer down though. Like a lot of these people aren't putting out review copies anymore. It's really bad. Yeah, and I mean, unlike Sun and Moon, which had all but like th- what two or three Pokemon revealed yeah. prior to game release, they yeah. were seeing things. That were just like, what is this? All, all mm-hmm. three. No, it was one, cool. So. It was cool. What's this? What's this? There's heads where they shouldn't be. I can't yeah. get mm-hmm. them that fast. It was very cool. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to uh, the battling news. There's some exciting stuff. We can chit chat about this for a few minutes. There is. Uh, there's some exciting things, like how Nintendo has no idea how to, or at least TPCI has no idea how to communicate across continents. Yes. Players Cup 2, Electric Boogaloo, has been announced, and after some initial confusion about two companies each saying it was a different rule set, it looks like it's supposed to be utilizing Series 5, which is all of the IOA editions, so all of your Magnazones and GMAXs from it, but it doesn't ban the 16 Pokemon, so have fun practicing. Registration is open until the 24th. It's a very boring meta. (laughs) Battles will run from the 25th through the 27th, and then uh, there will be regional qualifiers in November, finals in December. This will actually give you points, it looks like. So that's that's very good. Yeah, it's something like that. It's it's interesting. I mean, it's also to help you go to Worlds or whatever if there is one in 2021. Um, I like that they have... Well, no, they did announce the location will still be London um, next year. But, I, I mean, that's also still assuming, like, the covid weather outside gets better and and when we say that and when thatch says assuming there is one he's not talking about worlds he's talking about a planet uh no i i'm talking about worlds in this case the planet thing's a much longer game but uh honestly i'm just waiting for galacticus to show up on december 31st at this point Ooh, that'd be cool (laughs) uh they also have tcg though seth are you excited They've got TCG, and we can talk about that in the video game news section now because there's no such thing as in-person TCG events anymore for the time yeah. being. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Because I mean, I, I'm, I'm still amazed. They, I'm still really amazed by the way that they're still selling so much physical product. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been getting my physical stuff now because the demand is slightly lower, so the prices are slightly lower, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm set. I've got seven fully functioning decks right now. Mm-hmm. To play and with no, no one, one to play with yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway one to play with. this competition thing it's going to be a lot like the previous one uh, that happened a little bit ago with a couple key differences uh, there's going to be four players from each big region that make it to the final final four from north america europe latin america and oceana this time they actually included that one and you have to log in to ptcgo by September 21 with an account that is linked to your Pokemon player ID online. So make Mm. sure you do that. If you do that on September 28th, 
50 tournament keys will be dropped into your account with which you can play this special fancy tournament and try to get to the top. Cool. I like that they this feels a lot more professional than the last time. Yes. There's I like instead that. of just kind of randomly doing tournament events with tickets that you mm-hmm. may or may not have had, they're dropping a specific currency that you use for this and only. I really this. like that. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you can run you can try to get to the top between september 28th and october 26th and that's your time frame and you don't get points for this but the top four players in the global finals will receive a travel award for a future international championship of their choosing and eligible people will get special tcgo deck boxes and sleeves and stuff that's exciting uh, I also, uh, also after years of trying and years of failing, um, Pockin will no longer be part of this. Yay! <laughs> I mean, the game was. I I don't. I want to call it like. So the I think the death sentence for Pockin was the fact that it came out on the Wii U. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. For me, it it feels like it's appealing to an entirely different market. Yes. Maybe, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe to me, like I I play Pokemon because I know what Leaf Storm does every time. But uh, I think I think uh, I I put this in a similar vein to what you're trying to say is that when I go to a Pokemon tournament, I'm going to play Pokemon. Yeah, not 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 Street Fighter. Yeah, exactly. I'm not here to play Street Fighter uh, with a Pokemon skin. I, I think that's been an, a big problem with a lot of like TPCI's games as of late has been that it's just this game, but with a skin Pokemon skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I Pokemon fans don't want to play that. And yeah. the other fans aren't necessarily interested in dropping what they already enjoy for a skin. Yeah, I, I think I I honestly think they're just like Pokemon Go is just a skin of Ingress, and so we'll just skin these other games. And the thing, the difference between that is like people play Street Fighter. Nobody really played Ingress, so no, not really. <laughs> it was weirdly a big thing in my high school. Then Harry Potter. I don't know what's up with the Harry Potter one. I haven't heard any stats I about that. I keep getting emails. It's apparently still going. I haven't heard any stats on the Harry Potter version. That felt like a money grab. That felt like that felt like Warner Brothers being like, we can make more money. Look at Pokemon Go. It had way too many things to do. I just got lost. What, what Warner Brothers did with uh, the Harry Potter Go thing was 100% what Pokemon is trying to do with every other game franchise. <laughs> They're just trying to slap like a skin on top of an yeah. existing game. That's all, and like that doesn't work. And I wish they, I wish they would uh, come to terms with that. Like Pokemon Masters, I would say is almost a gotcha, uh, just reskin, but it, it does have its own mechanics, so it's okay. And, and what it is, I think, is it's not too bad. Um, but like, uh, what, what's another? You Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Unite, fantastic example of them just reskinning a game that already exists. League of Legends, Pokemon. It's not even. It's not even League of Legends. There's a specific game that it's actually just like a straight rip from. It's uh it it's great. It's a good time. League of Legendary Pokemon. Yeah, oh, it's awful. I'm I'm very upset by them just being like, "Oh, if we just reskin this game, people will play it with Pokemon." And it's just like, "Not really. Uh let's let's not." You know, you know what I will play? I I would if you came up with a way to play Pokemon Ranger on the Switch, I'd be into that. <laughs> Or if, like, I, I am really disappointed that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, like, sold pretty not great. Um, I mean, it sold as well as a spinoff would have sold. I, I'll say that. But, like, I wish it would have sold better. 
That way they could be like, yeah, there's money. It's worthwhile just being like, let's make Pokemon fans like something awesome. Pokemon Snap is going to explode. Yeah. yeah. I think I 100% Pokemon Snap. I think Pokemon Snap has the potential to hit as many copies sold as Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah, probably combined. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it has I think it has the power. Like I, I think at minimum let uh Pokemon Snap will sell seven million copies. Yeah. That's new. Like that's new with new stuff. Same mechanic yeah. with new stuff, but mm-hmm. the Mystery Dungeon thing was just new graphics. This has all yes. the new Pokemon in it. Like that is actually uh, Mystery Dungeon was game. also way more niche. Yeah. In my opinion. Like it was way more niche. Like Pokemon Snap like just has the cuz like if you think of Gen 1 Pokemon, Pokemon Snap like fits right in that. Yeah. And so you're going to have the same the same group of people who are just like, "Oh, let's go is a remake of Yellow." Being like, "I remember Pokemon Yellow," and they like ran out and bought it like we did. Yeah. And they they went out and they're going to think like, "Oh, Pokemon Snap. Remember that?" And then like good Pokemon Snap. I can't wait for good Pokemon Snap. Yeah. A poke a Pokemon Snap that takes longer than 4 hours to complete. I, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yes, let's move on. Pokemon Go news. So much Pokemon Go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to you, those of you playing Pokemon Go. I haven't in months. It's fine. Hi, Mark. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I think that it's a, I don't know. Pokemon Go is just like one of those things. that's just like Pokemon Go. Give us money. Um, the mega the megas really put a bad taste in my mouth about it. I'll be completely honest. So, so mega events, as we are discussing, um, they're later this month. There's on the eleventh uh, through the seventeenth. Uh, if people do enough battles, they'll unlock the ability to purchase Mega Houndoom. I mean, not really, but essentially, <laughs> basically, yes. Uh, receive Mega Energy in field tasks for Kanto starters and Beedrill. This should have been how it launched, and a temporary CP boost when using Mega Beedrill. Okay. Increased spawns for various bug Pokemon and the new shadow Pokemon. And timed research that will reward the player with shiny Lediba, which is a weird color, but shiny Ledian is just golden experience, and that's great. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. I mean, it's like, it's you can have, like, orange Ladybugs, and so I think that's what the shiny, the shiny kind of, like, covers. Uh, Mega Buddy Challenge, uh, the 22nd through the 28th. Complete the timed research to unlock Mega Gengar. Mega Evolution will last 12 hours, as it should anyway. Large I'm very, Pokemon. I'm just like, I'm yeah, I'm really disappointed that it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, here's something, it'll last 12 hours now. And it's just like, yeah, but why do I care? Yeah. Like, I just, I want to know why, like, I don't know if I have a reason to Mega Evolve my Pokemon in Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. outside of like maybe the Dex entry or whatever. And during Rona, it's not like you're walking around for that long anyway. Like, yeah, I, I I just think this is very poorly implemented, and it wasn't very well thought out. Uh, and they want everybody just to buy remote raid passes, kind of like how they want you to buy incubators all the time. They they also are uh, adding during that event large Pokemon like Lolan, Executor, Snorlax, Furret, Wobbuffet. The one out of all of those that confuses me is Wobbuffet, because Furret's like six feet long, but I didn't think Wobbuffet was that big. I don't think Wobbuffet is that big. You see, it's the HP bar. Mm. I have to look this up, because at this point I'm morbidly curious. It's only four feet tall! Yeah, it's not that big. Uh, Shiny Doduo. 
though. I mean, if you're a Pokemon... Shiny Doduo. I yeah. can't wait for my Reddit feed to pop up with a Silphco thread that's somebody complaining about how they couldn't catch a Shiny Doduo, even though they caught like 150 Doduo during the event. Uh, that That's what I'm waiting for. That's what happens every time, I swear. Yeah. Uh, tell us more, Seth. Yep, they've announced that the Pokestop scanning feature, which... I read about this. I don't quite conceptualize it in my head, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can scan a 3D image of a Pokestop to add to Niantic's mapping software. It's now available to players level 20 and above. I don't quite understand what this is. Mm, I think it's just probably so you can like get a 360 view of the stop. Yeah, I think for so. For their map. Deeply terrifying, that's what that is. Uh, yeah, it, no, this feels like some Big Brother stuff right it here. It sounds I'm like gonna... we're being Google Earth. In yes, my opinion. we are. Yes. No, you're not. Dude, have you not figured out what Niantic is in general? Like they just use it's user all user. It's all user generated content. Yeah, like pretty much. But anyway, other than that, from now until September 17th, Cresselia is the five star rate that new Pokemon. I can't wait to hear that also pop up in my Reddit thread. <laughs> that. Oh, man, why can't it be something new? I'm going to save my raid passes for something good. Uh, all right. In Puckle news, uh, we're still looking to hit that $950 stretch goal this month to uh, do a week of giveaways on the Discord server. So I'm not sure where we are now. I haven't looked. Uh, I don't think we're at 950 though, or somebody on the Discord would have yelled at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we are but, at da, 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 $926. Oh, only $24 away. So we could totally do that. We could totally do that. Uh, yeah, we'll do it like the week that we hit it. So keep out, keep a lookout for that. Um, also, for a thousand dollars, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, new badge designs for the fall league. So watch out for that. Um, we might already have designs in mind. Uh, we just have to go ahead and do that. But if you are a patron at the fifteen dollar level in November, you will receive them just for being a patron. If you live in the domestic United States, um, if you are uh, if you are from outside, you will have to pay shipping. Um, others will also uh, everybody else can just purchase them on Etsy for twenty bucks when we get there. Uh, but yes, on that note, though, uh, I think that's all the news. So we're going to kick things on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz Seth and Linian on their insane Pokemon knowledge. They will be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions. They are in a race with their fellow co-hosts of 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. I think that's most of it. I think that's that's most <laughs> of it. I don't want to go over the rules because they're getting very convoluted. But rest assured, there is a chance for five points. If you follow along at home, you can get the rules. Uh, <laughs> Um, There's a chance for up to eight points. Up to eight points now, because I decided that sometimes people ride the struggle bus on the uh, Pokemon, uh, on the Pokedex entry. So we're going to go ahead and uh, get started if you guys are. Oh, this segment's brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all your anime needs and nerds needs, I guess. And they they will donate a $20 gift card to somebody who gets their question read, as long as you live in the domestic United States. (laughs) That domestic United States parts is stickler. But our first question this week, if you guys are ready, yep, mm-hmm. is going to be from Sari on the Discord server. 
And she wants to know, what is the only bug type Pokemon to have the ability Intimidate? Huh. Masquerade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that does have that ability, Masquerade. Masquerade is correct. It is the scariest of all bug Pokemon. Definitely scarier than Galissapod and definitely scarier than Mega Pinsir. A big eye butterfly is definitely more terrifying than a seven foot tall arthropod. Okay, so like real talk, I hate butterflies. <laughs> You're one of those people. Okay. Okay. This is a fun fact. So like birds, fine. They fly. They're fine. Because you can tell which way a bird is flying. Butterflies, though, they're all over the place. You know, you can't tell where those guys are going. I hate it. With how erratic we are, how are we friends with you? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's awful. Like, I get stressed. Like, you know how, like, you can go to, like, those butterfly exhibits at, like, museums uh-huh. and stuff like that? Uh-huh. Dude, I get stressed when you, go, when you go into, like, the butterfly rooms and, like, they get right. the live butterflies. I get stressed going through those. It's awful. What? Yeah. You- I'm not the only person that has this. Are you familiar with the concept of a hummingbird? Uh, hummingbirds aren't as bad because they aren't nearly as erratic. Like, they just flap their wings real fast and, like, they, like, zip, 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 zip. They have ADHD. That's different than, like, being, <laughs> than being, like, like, drunk. Oh, no. Flying drunk, you know? What if it gets close to me and, and, I don't know? Yeah, exactly. I, it's the unknown. It's the fear of the unknown, Seth. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, you guys are one for one. And this next question is going to be from You Are Too Late. Spelled U-R, the number two, L-8. Excellent. Uh-huh. And he wants to know, hopefully you know your Pokemon anime. Both of these questions were related. Those are my two choices, so you get whichever one. What would have Ash's starter Pokemon been if he had gotten to Professor Oak's lab first? Uh. What? <laughs> Obviously one of the three. When Ash got to Professor Oak's lab, he tried to pick one of the starter Pokemon, opened the Pokeball, it was empty, and then proceeded to go through all of them. Yeah. Before he received Pikachu. It wasn't Bulbasaur. I don't remember if it was Charmander or Squirtle. I feel Charmander, but I don't know. I don't... Okay, my earlier anime references include Tracy, for heaven's sake. So, I... I, uh, um, I'm gonna need an answer. I feel like I remember him saying, then I'll go... Something to the effect of, then I'll go Squirtle. As a, you know, kind of as like a secondary choice. So Charmander, then. Because you said not Bulbasaur. Yeah. I think that was his first one. I could be wrong. All right. But I feel like that was his first one. I'm trusting you on this because I haven't seen this. Are you going with Charmander? Yeah. Charmander is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Squirtle. Okay. Dang it. Okay. It was one of the two. Fun fact, Ash's preferred order in that episode is the opposite of how he obtained all of them. Because he obtained them in Pokedex order. Uh, Ah. Which... Makes sense, because the anime was predictable back then. Okay. Dang it. Oh, well. All right. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. Uh, You can get two points on this if you get it from the first entry. If you can't get it from the first entry, and I think you guys are riding the struggle bus, I will shove a second entry down your throat. If I have to do that, you will be reduced to one point for this question if you get it correct. All right. Our first question is from Skookum. Oh, hi, Mark. It's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry states... Although its cries sound like screams, a composer created a beautiful ballad that was influenced by the sounds. Who's that Pokemon? Well, Krikatune wasn't in that dex, so my first thought is out. Its cries sound like screams. A composer created a ballad from its sounds. From its sounds. Is it one of the Loudred line? Maybe. 
What are possibilities? There's the Loudred line. It's not Altaria. They have sound-based entries, but those are all pretty. None of them are screaming. Ninjask, maybe? Because it's a cicada? No, no, that's not screaming. That's They talk about how fast those are. All right, you're riding the struggle bus. Yeah. Our first, next entry is from Emerald. Oh, no. It's Emerald Pokedex entry states, The curled hair on its head proves its status as a king. It is said the longer and curlier the hair, the more respect it earns from its peers. It's Politoed. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's just a Politoed dex entry. Is Politoed your, uh, your final answer? Yeah. yeah. That is correct. It is Politoed. You guys are two for three right now. What the heck? I don't know why I knew that exactly, but I do know that that is a Politone entry. Our next question is going to be from Shark Finnegan. This is your multiple answer question. Wait, do you guys play Pokemon Masters or is that just Sigma? No. (laughs) It's just Sigma, Shamu, and Sublime. Like in the world. So we're going to switch to the other one. You might have just as easy a time answering this, but this one's going to be from Trainer Gray then. Okay. In February 2020, mm-hmm. limited edition Pokemon skateboards went on sale. What were the five different Pokemon that the skateboards featured? If you give me for every two, you'll get one point, And if you get all five, you'll get three points. Pikachu, Gyarados. That's two. That is one point. I feel like Charizard was one of them. That's three. Gengar? That is four. That is two points. Was the last one Cubone or... Mm. You do also still have your hint as a lifeline. Do not forget. Oh, yeah, and we can't really use it anywhere. Yeah, we'll just use the hint. What was what's our hint? This is a legendary Pokemon. Mewtwo. Mewtwo, you are correct. That is all five. Ding, ding, ding. You got three points today out of that one. So you guys are five for four. You're making a nice rally here. Woo! Our next question is a base stat question, as always. And it's been a very long time since we've just had, like, a basic base stat question. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the Discord server likes to give, like, weird conditions. But Harmonia has saved the day, and she has provided a good, solid <laughs> question. And has said, what rock type has the highest base HP of all rock type Pokemon? Um... um what's the name of the fossil in Gen 6, the chunky one? Aurorus? Yeah, that one's got over 120. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that breaks 100 other than like Rhyperior at like 110. Yeah, Rhyperior's got enough, but I feel like Aurorus is... Amora is the first one and Aurorus is the second one. Yeah. Is there any weird... Like, Nihiligo's got 103. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I really can't think of any. They tend to have high defenses or high offenses, but not really HP. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Aurorus is good. Aurorus is correct. Woo! Uh, Aurorus has a base stat of 123, Rhyperior 115, Colossal is 110, and Nihilego 109. I had the wrong prime. Boom, boom, boom. All right, that it gives you guys six points for today and does substantially change up our standings because everybody is so close together. You guys are traveling together in like one nice pack. I always like that. Let me sort the data. Tied for first place with 19 points. We have R Sigma and Linian. Oh. In third place, we have Claude 9 with 15 points. In fourth place, P McGee with 14. In fifth place, we have Seth Vilo with 12. Woo. Three-way tie for sixth place with Whimsicott, Shiro, and Shamu with six. And a two-way tie for ninth with Sublime and Basket with five. On that note, we are going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you guys with the topic. 
We've got another iTunes review this week from NYJets42. Just started listening to this, but I'm already in love with this podcast. Love it each and every one of the segments, and I'm learning a lot about something I thought I already knew a lot about already. Wanted to get back into the competitive scene. This is also really helpful. Keep going and being awesome. Well, thank you for that. If you would like to leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It helps more people find the show. helps us just grow and become a better community. But we're going to kick things on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Dynamax. Is it good? Will it blend? I miss those videos, by the way. Remember the Will It Blend videos? Are they gone? No, they're still... I don't know if they're still doing them. I haven't, I haven't seen them in a long time. I don't know if it was an actual Blendtec commercial or not, but like, it if was. it was, good for Blendtec. I own a Blendtec blender. Probably because you saw it, you saw it blend things. Uh, no, we we got it because it was on Super Sale at Costco. I don't but... need my iPhone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the original Mr. Beast. Dynamax. I don't need my Dynamax anymore. <laughs> you say that as an OU player, and you're probably correct. Yeah. I think Dynamax has been one of the uh, weirdest things, because, like, every generation since Gen 6, they're trying to come up with, like, a new gimmick. And I don't know if that's honestly the right thing to do for battles, but I think that's a discussion for later. Probably end up there, but we had Megas in Gen 6, Z moves in Gen 7, and now we have Dynamax. Well, we had triple battles and rotation battles in Gen 5, but they've just been so forgotten and no one cared so uh we did have triple battles in gen 6 as well but we didn't have rotation which they tried to make a version exclusive thing inverse inverse battles were cool those were like straight up new ways to do it these are mechanics i think for a long time they were trying to get people to try out new ways to battle I mean, if you look at it as well, because like in Gen 5, they had rotation battles and triple battles, which triple battles is like the natural extension, I feel like, for Mm -hmm. what they were doing. It's like, oh, let's try triple battles. But then like game processing power for 3D games are just like, "Mm, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you have six Moltres on the field and your frame rate drops to four FPS, it's not good. They did try. Uh, I'll give them that. They also, Gen 6, remember Sky Battles? That was a thing for a hot second. The thing that ruined the animations for all Pokemon that fly, fly. ever since? Yes. Uh, I think it's semi-better now. No. No, Zatu still so? floats there. Skarmory still yeah. floats there. That's true. You're not wrong. That is disappointing. I miss sprites a little bit. But then, like, you're just like, but 3D games are better than, <laughs> yeah. are, are better than whatever we used to have. I do miss sprites, though. Sprite sprite work, work is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't have everything. If it's between Skarmory landing and then, like, having Totodile in the game, I want Totodile in the game. <laughs> Skarmory can float. <laughs> Meh. I mean, that's where I stand, but that's just me. Debate. Debate. Let's fight. Um, no. Pokemon is one of these things that's just static, and the only thing I need is for them to add more Pokemon, like, every three years. <laughs> that's how Thatch would enjoy his Pokemon. <laughs> 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 Give me another one. <laughs> Give me another one. And another one. <laughs> and another one. I think Megas were really well thought out. Yeah. This is a really cool concept. We can breathe the fresh, uh, give some fresh air to some older Pokemon because we have been like giving power creep. Looking at you, Hydreigon. Hydreigon used to be a monster. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was really cool and a really refreshing uh, way to just like make some old Pokemon and some Pokemon that were never good to begin with, like Maile. Just like something to really play Even around Sableye with too yeah i mean it, both of them got banned like you made really cool decisions with certain pokemon and i really appreciated it yeah i, I played a lot of mega sableye back in gen 6 yeah i was a huge mega sableye player so dynamax it's not the same that's the thing like it it feels very mega's kind of crossed the line 
to other places and things and like that. They weren't as they weren't as built into the story in a way. I agree with that. As Z moves are, they're exclusive to Alola, and as because Eternatus pieces are what causes Dynamax, mm-hmm. it's stuck in Galar. Like they're building yes. it now, so they cannot move forward. I'm really okay with that. I think Megas, like you said, they can't do that because they've already like we've had them in Hoenn, we've had them in Kalos, and we've had them even in Alola afterwards, right? Yeah. I mean, the reason we don't have Megas is honestly because models. I like that's the reason. That's why we don't have Megas right now because Megas are literally everywhere else in Pokemon. Yeah. And and they know the power that they bring because that's why they put like that's why they hype them up for Pokemon Go before their uh disastrous release. Yeah. Dynamax feels even more so than like Z moves. Dynamax I feel like was like the care that they put into like the thought of Megas in Gen 6 where it's just like yeah, it's be really cool designs and we can make like add an ability and or add a type or something and beef up these stats, right? I think they put the same kind of thought into Dynamax. Yeah, I would agree with that. From a competitive standpoint. Right. I feel like with Megas, it's changing the Pokemon itself, but with Dynamax, it's changing the battle. Yes. Mm -hmm. I personally think that Dynamax, more so than Megas, feels quote-unquote manufactured. If yeah. that makes sense, like it doesn't feel like an organic piece of the world. The mechanic itself feels like it was theorized from the ground up like, hey, this could affect battles in a cool way. And here's how to balance it. Right. As a competitive player, I, I think it's very interesting. Like in VGC, it plays very well in VGC. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, a lot of the GMAX Pokemon play very well in, in VGC as well. They don't play as well in, like, Battle Stadium singles. Like, Dynamax still plays very well in Battle Stadium singles. But I think it was very manufactured for the way that Pokemon wants you to play it, which is probably part of the reason we got the 20-minute timer uh, on top of them not caring because they want you to, like, utilize their new mechanic and stuff like that. Like, here's a good way to play the game and good way to get the most out of it or whatever. Because, like, oh, you banned it, right? Oh, yeah. They banned it. I, I don't know. What Do you remember what the reasoning was for that? Because it's busted? Well, how is it busted in that format? Because I wouldn't say it's busted in VGC. It's too snowball-y, and it allows things that should have counters that can either, you know, revenge kill or something like that Mm -hmm. to just not be able to anymore. Like a Gyarados being able to take a Thunder Wave when a Gyarados is naturally a very snowball-y Pokemon. And since the matches aren't as fast, there aren't you can set up the field over a little bit more time, better for something to come in and sweep... To the point that, you know, you basically had to, it was, it was never in your hands per se on when you had to use Dynamax because you either used it first as the offensive thing or used Mm -hmm. it in response as the, as the defensive thing. Yeah. Mainly it was just the HP thing and the, all of a sudden everything ran a flying move. Yes. I can see that just being a problem. I'm not a big fan of Max Airstream. (laughs) No. I think Max Airstream's like one, like if they would have given the speed boost a, a different type, I don't know that I would be ups- as upset. Flying's just such a good type. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, you know what? Your max move is also going to be crazy good. It like bonuses. Yeah. Every time that they make something like this, they keep forgetting what flying type's downside is. And it's always been that outside of exactly Brave Bird and like, I guess, Dragon Ascent or Hurricane, but those have their own limitations you don't Mm -hmm. get a high power flying move you at best get something like i guess air slash or uh drill yes acrobatics too but again that's a very specific situation yeah yeah so flying type one of its drawbacks is it gets low base power moves 
Most things back in Z-Move, when they were just running it, they had to run Fly just to have something with 90 base power to trigger their uh, attack yep. off. Yep. No other type is this is this shot when it comes to to uh, attack choice. It doesn't have a lot of resistances either. I mean, what, yeah, I think yeah. Rock, right. Rock, Steel, Electric. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Rock, Steel, Electric, and even then, like, so, like, Electric's not even, honestly, that spooky all the time. Like, Steel, like, doesn't attack. <laughs> yeah. Typically, uh, and and neither does Rocket, for that matter. Well, Rock, I, I would argue Colossal's getting better, but... Rock and Electric have the benefit of being able to counter back something that is flying type. Steel just sits there and absorbs it. I mean, different types have a lot of these, like, mechanics built in. Like, rock moves are rarely perfectly accurate. Almost never. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they just, they keep, every time they they make one of these new mechanics, they just forget flying type's problem. I feel like maybe our problem's not with the mechanic, but we're just with flying type and TPCI's ignorance of it. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I think it's less flying type is inherently broken so much as TPCI keeps forgetting what limits they put on it. And so every time they try to tweak the rules, they do it in a way that favors flying type's weaknesses. If only you could combine flying type with another type that hits two of its resistant types super effectively and another one neutrally. Right? <laughs> Shut up. Get sniped. Right? Uh- <laughs> Gliscor needs to come back, let me tell you. Uh, it's Gliscor, right? <laughs> That's the only one that I can think of. <laughs> I was thinking Hallucha. Uh, Hallucha's not as bad. Hallucha's not terrible. Hiss, boo. Lando's the problem. I, I am worried a little bit, because like, we know Lando's coming back in Crown Tundra. Yeah. That worries me a little bit. Dynamax in a world with a lot of legendaries mm-hmm. feels wrong. I think part of the reason Dynamax has worked in quotes, as well as it has so far, has been that the base stat totals haven't been too inflated. Yeah. Yes. So when when we hit Crown Tundra and we're going to get our Landorus, we're going to get our uh, new legendary birds. Could you imagine a, Dy- a Dynamax Registeel? It won't die. Could you imagine a, re- a, a Dynamax uh, Galarian Zapdos with its ability to stab, boost its attack and speed? I mean, I can because it's probably going to be everywhere on uh, on VGC teams. Yeah, yeah, and and that's on top of recurring offenders of these kinds of problems. I think we're gonna. I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist most of the time. I don't think that the DLC was planned when they're just like, yeah, let's do Dynamax. I think they're just like, yeah, we're already in a position where we have to like leave some of the Pokemon out. This works really well with the small pool of Pokemon we have. And yeah, maybe the other Pokemon can come back in other games where we don't have Dynamax. <laughs> uh, I disagree. That implies they came out with Isle of Armor in the course of eight months since the game's release. It was planned from the get-go. Like, they can't develop a game that quick. No, I'm Seth's right. But I think Thatch might not necessarily be 100% wrong either, because it was probably, in my opinion, something like this. Hey, if we already have a limited dex, we could try this Dynamax thing we've been kicking around. Sure. And an entirely separate decision, slightly later on in yes, development, was, this. hey, we should be bring back uh, these legendaries. People really like them. The two decisions do interact, but I don't think it was, like, one determined the other. I don't think anybody sat down and did the math in terms of balance. And, I mean, I'm okay with that to an extent. I'll just go back and play OU. I am worried about VGC, like, snowballing out of control after Crown Tundra, um, especially in a world without hidden power. I am very concerned in a world without hidden power, unless we get some, like, cool new ice-type moves in Crown Tundra. That would be cool. Or we get Season 6 stuff that's just... 
The season six thing is really cool, but apparently they don't want to make tournaments with it. So cart can be fixed with rules patches, and yes, that's just absolutely. always been a thing. It can be, and I I do appreciate TPCI's recent willingness to actually do it. I don't think TPCI has been willing to do it until recently. I think Season 6 is a very good step in the right direction. I think the Players' Cup 2 nonsense was a logistical mistake on somebody's end in a tweet. (laughs) I, I think in Japan, somebody... I messed up. I think they agreed on season six and then they just went back and said season five without thinking about it. That's neither here nor there. I mean, series five was like, okay, but Cinderace and Rillaboom everywhere. To be fair, I like Cinderace better than I like Greninja in terms of protein users. Yeah. I think it's move pool isn't as abusive. Yeah. As Greninja's. Can we just chill it? Like, just absorb the fact that they made a game where two of the starters were good this time. And yeah. Yeah. One better than they've done for the past every Ever? generation. Every gen. Well, to be fair, like most starters used to, like they would traditionally suck. They would be okay enough. That would yeah, be they would be okay. It. Like I would say that, like up until Gen Six, you didn't really have any starters that were just like, oh, this thing's great. Like maybe Infernape. Yeah, Infernape did okay back in Gen Four. We had Contrary Superior, and I was like, oh, that's the good one. Contrary Superior didn't happen until Gen right. Six. He's just talking about starters, though, like in oh, okay. general. Yeah, but every generation had one that, with hidden ability or whatever, got yeah. to be good. Yeah. Now we have two. I would argue <laughs> that when we got Megas, both Charizard and Venusaur were good. Yes, agree with that 100%. Venusaur has always been just a solid Pokemon, even prior to Megas. Like, if you actually look at the history of Pokemon metagames, which I do from time to time, also False Swipe Gaming, I don't know if he's still doing videos, but he has a bunch of videos on, like, the history of competitive for that. Venusaur has, like, always been the better one, especially when Stealth Rocks happened in Gen 4 and Gen 5. And so Charizard just got good because it got two Megas. I will say, though, if Megas come back, Blastoise will be banned. You think so? Oh, because yeah. of Rapid Spin? Or? No, because of Shell Smash. Oh, like a Shell Smash. Mega Launcher Ooh. Shell Smash. They already banned it in that decks. That'd be, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I don't know if Megas are coming back. All of the Cantos are good if with their Megas. I, I personally, I was saying this in Discord, and I think of really fun meta. Not Maybe not fun. You might hate this, or like the typical Smoke and I <laughs> might hate this. Oh, no. No, no, this is this is very basic. So like in Isle of Armor, we got the new thing where you can you can make a Pokemon quote-unquote battle ready for Gen yeah, 8. Yeah. And so what it does is it just like fixes its move pool so it can't learn previous moves from previous generations. Yep. It's so like battle ready Nat decks. So I would love to I'd love to see Battle Ready OU. Huh. You get rid of the legacy moves. Yeah. So it's no longer like, oh hey, we've got knockoff on everything, knockoff super limited because it's Gen 8. Yeah, I would love that too, personally. I think it would be a really cool meta, and if Battle Ready didn't exist, I wouldn't vouch for it. But Battle Ready makes me go, yeah, we could just do this. And I don't know that that'll happen until things are automatically wiped from home, because Smogon will always be like, well, it's available mm-hmm. to put on the cart. Yeah, Smogon has so many ladders now, which is making it just very hard. Yeah. to really get back into it. We have the we have the NatDex ladder, you have the Gen 8 OU ladder. All eight people that play NatDex OU can enjoy all their mega dynamega blah, 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 blah. I thought that I thought that had a, a Dynamax band, does it not? It does. Everything Smogon is banned except for random and parts of Uber. I think it's definitely worth looking at though. Like the thing that I like I'm worried about like I said is the lack of hidden power once we get like Lando back and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, that'll be scary. 
That's my biggest worry. I mean, it, maybe Crown Tundra introduces moves. I don't think it's supposed to. No, it's not supposed to by that chart that we saw. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to. But I could also see it just being like, yeah. Or maybe people will start actually like teaching triple kick to Pokemon. Triple axle to everything. Triple axle? Triple axle to everything, you know? And so you get uh, your ice type triple kick. Everybody's just learning triple axle to counter Lando. I'm excited for Zapdos to be back because I hate Halucha. So, I mean... That I I'm excited for the Galarian legend for the Galarian birds. Yeah, I think that sounds very fun. exciting. Uh, I'm also just excited for like Zapdos in general to be back. Zapdos is just fun mm-hmm. with heavy duty boots now. Mm. Well, you know you. I haven't touched heavy duty boots. Like I like the gen that they come out with heavy duty boots is the gen they're just like oh you can't play that on cart and I was just like oh. It's the best item in the game. I believe that. Uh, but yeah, because like now it's just like, I don't care about Stealth Rocks. Who cares? You yeah. Know? Everybody's like, Gigantamax Dreadnought is going to sell Stealth Rocks when he hits the button. And it's just like, but nobody cares. because Whatever. Plays. Fine. <laughs> I can throw my Volcarona into the fight whenever I want. <laughs> if you're G-Maxing Dreadnought, you're using it wrong. Uh, that too. Uh, if you're using Dreadnought, you're playing Pokemon wrong. That's a discussion for another day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a full topic. Why Dreadnought is terrible. I don't know. Dynamax, like I said, doesn't just doesn't feel as organic. It feels more manufactured. I think Gigantamax was a bad play, personally. But It just doesn't do anything. Like, you, you get a, a move. You know, they complained about the models, and I think this is that was a stupid waste of, like, 20-some models. It's kind of neat, I guess. I don't know. I think they were just trying to do it to be like, hey, you should go raid to get this G-Max Pokemon. Like, most of them aren't good. Kingler's design is cool. Yeah, but the effect isn't. Also, TPCI, let's talk about how it's all Gen 8, Gen 1 Pokemon plus a Garbodor. I know you're listening. Let's take a minute. Let's go back to the office and be like, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Just throwing it out there. Uh But you see, we gave you Galarian forms of other things, like other Gen 5, 1, 3. They did do good there. They, they're learning. They got good in, like, like I think Galarian Zigzagoon being the first one they announced. Very good play on their part. I think that the form thing is another kind of generational gimmick that should stay forever. Oh, I think regional forms should stay. Like, that was, that was a good pick in Alola, and bringing it back, even better pick. Yeah, I was a little weirded out this gen by like the uh, regional evolutions thing. I'm over it. I, I think that they finally it, it it lets them avoid having to have the Eviolite problem. It yep. lets them mm-hmm. avoid having to uh, inflate the dex count a lot when yep. you want to add one Pokemon. I really appreciate it. I think they did it right because like my main worry was, oh, we're going to have these regional evolutions and it's really going to screw things up because like. I'm going to need my Farfetch to evolve into a Surfetch, but it can only do so in Galar. But they fixed that by being like, it's only Galarian Farfetch that can do it. It's only Galarian L- Lanoon that can evolve. Yep. It's only Galarian Mr. Mime that can evolve. Stuff like that. Except for Weezing, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, Weezing's the same case as something like Raichu and Executor, yeah. and that one I'm okay with. That's not a regional evolution. I'm thinking of regional see. evolution in terms of new Pokemon, right? Like gotcha. Berserker and Kofagrigus. I'm just sad we didn't get Bowler Hat coughing. Right? It's a little sad. I am disappointed by that. Like, come on, how hard could that have been? Right? Exactly. I was so happy. Sometimes I'm very confused by, like, the Pokemon that devolve into, like, the regional. And it's just like, well, why didn't you just put the work? Like, Cubone to Alolan Marowak, I completely understand. Yeah. I think Pikachu to Alolan Raichu, great idea. Galarian Weezing, you could have had a Galarian coughing. Come on, guys. You could have had Galarian coughing. It would have been fun. It would have been a neat little thing. 
It would have been really cute. Dynamax is okay. I think it's like a resounding met. I think it's a fun mechanic in game. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't have as much lore. Even in like the story, it didn't have as much lore as yeah, like Z-moves. It just kind of happened. It kind of just felt forced. Like Eternatus did it. Even then, they didn't really even shout that like Eternatus did it. There's just like, it's more or less like implied. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't have like the weight. It was just like, it's here and you mm-hmm. all know about it. And for some reason, the legendaries can't do it. Yep. At the very least, they were smart enough not to make it available in every battle. I appreciate that. But on that note, though, uh, this is a good place to stop. We will go ahead and uh, take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 841, Flapple, the Apple Wing Pokemon. Its Pokemon Shield Dex entry reads, It flies on wings of apple skin and spits a powerful acid. It can also change its shape into that of an apple. Wow. Uh, Flapple is a Pokemon, Grass Dragon type. I mean, Hidden Power Ice is gone, so, like, that's good for it. It's got a base HP of 70, a base attack of 110. That's actually pretty big. Mm-hmm. Base defense of 80, base special attack of 95, which is actually not that bad either. Uh, mm-hmm. it's stupid. I hate when Pokemon have that, where it's just, like, they're both good, but one's obviously better. I wish that its special attack and speed were swapped. Uh, it doesn't everybody. Because <laughs> its special defense is base 60, and its speed is base 70. Which is unfortunate. Very. Very, very, very. So, Flapple uh, is, uh, yeah, we have a team. It's a VGC team this week, and I think uh, Seth thinks it looks cool, but he doesn't play VGC, so what's he know? But we'll let him start. Yeah, so we've starting, we're starting with Flapple G-Max, because you can do that. It's got a life orb, the ability of hustle, because you're playing a Flapple, and that is what makes it technically the most powerful dragon, is, is hustle. Mm-hmm. EVs of 12 HP, 252 attack, 4 defense, 4 special defense, 236 speed with a jolly nature. I'm I'm going to go ahead and assume that the 12 HP puts it at a life orb number ending in 9. So, Oh, also, yeah. also it's, it should be worth noting that Hustle, when you Dynamax, or Gigantamax in this case, yep. um, doesn't reduce your accuracy. Correct, because all those moves are perfectly accurate. They just don't, mm-hmm. they don't run an accuracy check. Mm-hmm. Moves are Grav Apple, its signature move. Dragon Rush, Dual Wing Beat, and Dragon Dance. You Dragon Dance up to crank your attack and speed up and just go crazy. G-Max in a specific situation I'll talk about next, and Grav Apple everything to death. Yeah. Or Grav Apple without Dynamaxing and just run the risk. Because you can in this situation, because our next Pokemon is Clefable with a Babbery Berry so that steel moves don't hurt as hard. Ability is unaware, level 50. Eevee is 244 HP, 12 defense, 252 speed with a timid nature. Gotta go fast. Move set. Moonblast. Gravity. Sing and follow me. Now, for those who don't know, Gravity does a couple of things for this specific situation. So Number one, it changes Grav Apple's power from 80 to 120. And also... When gravity is on the terrain, everything's evasion on the field is dropped, mm-hmm. meaning Hustle's problem is basically completely nullified. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So that's the whole strategy there. What a strat. What a strat. Uh, Linian, we'll let you take whichever ones you want, because I wasn't paying attention. Fair enough. Uh, 
So if one one fairy holding a berry wasn't good enough, we've got Sylveon with the Citrus Berry. It's got its ability Pixelate because Cute Charm is terrible. 196 HP, 124 defense, 188 special attack. It's calc to survive something, but I don't know what it is. It's modest. You've got Hyper Voice for your spread fairy damage. It's got Mystical Fire to uh, drop that special attack stat of things you need, as well as to hit steel types. It's got Calm Mind, and it's got Protect, because this is VGC. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, so it, it goes out, it weakens special attackers, it hits steel types, it buffs itself, and it keeps dealing damage. Sylveon. Then we've got Dracozult, the best Pokemon in the universe. It has yeah. an Assault Vest. <laughs> I don't it know if also, that's true, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it also has Hustle, uh, which is interesting in a team with gravity support. Yeah. So... That's fun. Yeah. It's adamant with 236 attack, 84 speed, and 84 special defense, and 188 speed. Don't know what those numbers are for, though. It's it's a Dynamax Mon. You've got your Aerial Ace to trigger Airstream. It's got high horsepower. That accuracy penalty, completely unimportant. Uh, it, you'll be in gravity, hilariously. You've got Bolt Beak, because it's a Dracozult. And you've got Fire Fang, because Steel types exist. Because, uh, what's his face? Ferrothorn. Yep. Um, I'm sure that's why the Sylveon is also um, spec the way Musical it is, is for the Ferrothorn. Because Ferrothorn's really yeah. popular right now with the Body Press Iron Defense set. Yeah. And Because it walls a lot of things. Like, I, I was playing a match with that Ferrothorn, and I ended up beating a Sylveon. Wow. Like, 1v1. Nice. It was it was bad. I mean, the only I did win because of like a double protect. I pulled off a double protect. I tried to pull off two double protects. I got one of them, which is the odds. So <laughs> never tell me the odds. Well, that that is the odds. So like, I got I did hit odds, and that was just enough to win. It was it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, if you haven't fallen asleep yet, because nobody likes this part of the show, um, I like this part of the show. <laughs> Then you will after these last two Pokemon, but um, tis, uh, because we're in gravity. So we have uh, mo- so I guess Clefable just comes every time. Like that's yeah. what I'm assuming uh, with it pretty much every time. Yeah. So melodic with a walk-in berry with the competitive ability. It's got 244 HP, 36 defense, 76 special attack, four special defense, 148 speed. Because that's normal. That definitely isn't spec for anything. <laughs> that's- <laughs> no calcs required. Modest nature. Muddy water. In gravity, so it's <laughs> accurate. Hypnosis. In gravity. In gravity. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, if you're just like, oh, man, my accuracy is still low because gravity's going to end. Guess what? You got coil. Uh-huh. And you've also got recover. This actually looks really fun. <laughs> this team is really meme This team seems really meme But meme in ways that look like they can work. Yes. <laughs> like yes. coil and muddy water. So you drop their accuracy while you increase your own. This looks yeah. st- And you hypnosis everything. Yeah, uh, because not only is that hypnosis not enough, but we also have Gengar. Gengar with a focus ash. I'm pretty sure Gengar is meant to be uh, paired with Dragazolt mm-hmm. because uh, you've got uh, Curse Body because it's a Gengar. Thank Ooh, God yeah. they got rid of Levitate, by the way. Thank God. Uh, 252 special attack, 252 speed, timid nature. He's running fast. He's got Sludge Bomb because he's a Gengar and he doesn't want to hurt his own friends. Uh, with two fairies on this team, that would be bad. Two fairies a gra- and a grass type, that would be yeah. bad to have Sludge Wave. Icy Wind for speed control. That is the only speed control on this team with a Dracozolt, and that bothers me just like a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Hypnosis again. 
to put more people to sleep and taunt to stop other people from clicking gravity again, I'm sure, because that's standard. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, this is this team does look fun. I'm a fan. Uh, we will have the rental code up on the uh, on the Discord once the show gets posted, so make sure you check it out. And you'll get to watch Claude and McGee ladder with us. Yeah, play with it over on uh, over on YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast. Uh, we are going to go ahead, though, and we're going to kick it on over uh, to the Mailberg. It's mail time! Sending your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we read your emails on the podcast. All you have to do is email pucklepodcast.gmail.com, and you'll have a chance to have it read on the show. We, uh, you can, yeah, email us. We typically have a prompt. Last week we asked you what your favorite shiny Pokemon was. And if your email is good and it sparks discussion, you may win the coveted Green Tauros badges. This is uh, sponsored by the energy drink that gives you hooves. Green Tauros. Hoofs. Hooves. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you, uh, if you want it, that's a role on Discord, so you'll hope you will have to ask for it. But let's, without further ado, find out what people have to say about shiny Pokemon. And our first one this week is going to be from Sleeve. All right. Hi, Puckle people. Sleeve here with some thoughts on shiny Pokemon. I want to start by saying that I do believe some of the magic surrounding them has been lost recently. It felt more special when shinies were nigh on impossible to find in earlier gens, particularly 2 and 3. In fact, I didn't catch my first shiny, Red Gyarados notwithstanding, until Emerald version. The introduction of shiny hunting methods spiced things up a bit, and the skill-based methods make for a good, if time-consuming, minigame. I believe that if you want a particular shiny, you should have to earn it. Pokemon Go shinies, so far as I'm concerned, don't count. They're too easy to obtain on community days and lose most, if not all, of their value for that reason. As a side note, full-odd shinies are the most special, even more so when you weren't looking for them. My final thoughts are to list my top three favorite shinies. 1. Trevenant 2. Applin Granny Smith for life and 3. <laughs> Noivern Thanks for keeping the content coming. Sleeve. Well, you're welcome. I think those Community Day shinies are worthless, too. If it's any consolation. I remember I couldn't catch my first full-odd shiny. It was a zap. It was a Zubat. I was so oh, upset. That's a, dude, I remember once, um, I've had a lot of full-odd shinies in my life. I think it's just because, like, you know when you're a kid, you could just, like, play Pokemon for hours? Mm-hmm. You've beat the game already. You beat the game. You're just running around in circles for no reason, doing things. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Y- you were doing things? I distinctly remember not doing anything. Uh, that sounds about right, but I remember once... Um, so, like, I've had a few shinies. Like, I, I saw a shiny Tauros in, like, silver version, uh, which is actually, like, really funny. Because, like, that's not why we did green Tauros. We just did it because we were making fun of Red Bull. Mm-hmm. But I when we were playing... When I was playing, like, Gen 3, I forget which game. It was one of the three. And I remember I was just like in Evergrande or in Victory Road or something. And I ran into like, I ran into a shiny Zubat. I did catch that one. But then like I ran into a shiny Onyx once and I was out of Pokeballs. And it was the most disappointing thing in my entire life. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was just, it, it crushed me. It crushed me. I don't think I ever had any full-odd shinies in like, uh, in like Gen 4 or Gen 5 though. I did in Gen 7. I was on stream actually because like I was just trying to do shiny hunts on stream because it's a great way to like just sit and do something and like talk to the people in chat. Yeah. 
And we were like, oh, let's find a Bonsley so we can hunt shiny Bonsley. That'd be really cool in uh, Sun and Moon. And we were trying to find the Bonsley. And as we did it, we just like ran into a shiny rock ruff. <laughs> like full odds shiny rock ruff. Wow. Well, full odds with shiny charm. But yeah. Well, I was trying to get, it was like a couple weeks ago, I was trying to get to a raid beacon, and like this Kingler just spawned out of nowhere. I'm like, this <laughs> game is terrible. I hate how they just like pop in. And then it was like, oh, this one's green. Yeah. Okay. I don't <laughs> mind it. It's even better, I think. Well, like the poppins you can be mad about, and I think everybody can be mad about poppins to an extent, but I I don't mind them as much because it kind of feels like random encounters still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? Because it's just like, oh, well, that's a random encounter now, I guess. Because it just, they showed you the random encounter happening. It's like one of those moments where, like, you're in it, you're going to be in a car accident and you see it happening, but it's before the car accident happens. Yeah. Your mind, like, processes, like, oh, this is going to be bad. And then you hit, you hit the guy in front of you and it, it is bad, but <laughs> you saw it coming. <laughs> Shinies are like car accidents. Yes. Uh, that's what we're saying. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. right. This next one is from, uh, I believe, Trevster, the late night legend. So Trevster says, I agreed every- with everything stated on last week's podcast. Chinese do seem to be losing their perceived value. When playing VJC, I hardly notice if my opponent opponent's Pokemon are shiny or not because it's so common now. Since rental teams and the fact that players, uh, online players are more likely to gen compared to base game players and collectors, this doesn't surprise or bother me. I don't think a different color makes a Pokemon cool, but the story behind the Pokemon makes it special. I like that marks and ribbons can add cool titles to your Pokemon, or more things like this are what we need to make a Pokemon unique and special. Absolutely agree. I don't, because you can you can still make those. Like, those can still be gen. Oh yeah, you can still gen them, but I feel like it... it I feel the different. it's easier to sh- tell the story. I guess. Like, we can say, yeah, it lessens the value because you can gen... You can gen anything. Who cares? You could gen anything since all the way back in, like, Gen 4. Back in Gen 4, you could do it. I mean, you can generate the story, too. That's how we all had uncles that worked in Nintendo. But he does write that's, on. That's true. But, like, I think that's how that works. <laughs> he does write on. Uh, I know the last time I wrote in, all I did was talk about how to, how great the Gen 2 remakes were <clears throat> and how they did everything right. But here we go again. Remember Shiny Leaves. Having yeah. to collect five of them for a Pokemon and turn into a special crown on their summary screen to show that the Pokemon... Is special to you was really fun for me. I did not remember that existed. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's great though. Like, okay, it's really stupid, but it's great. I was it was long ago, so I don't even remember which starter I chose for that playthrough. But I do remember getting those shiny leaves from my favorite Arcanine. Being able to do something special to make your favorite Pokemon stand out and be remembered is something they should try to include in every generation, especially since the efforts they've gone through to make sure you can actually bring them up to your. Uh, oh, especially since the because of the efforts they are going through to make sure that you can eventually bring up your old Pokemon to whatever the current generation is. Since we're talking Shinies, I'll mention a few special ones. I'm looking forward to the DLC, allowing me to bring up the Shiny Metagross that Steven gives you an Oras, a Shiny Litten that I hatched uh, that I would train and use online but doesn't have its hidden ability. However, a hidden ability capsule might be coming soon. And finally, I asked my wife what her first shiny Pokemon she came across in the wild was, and it turns out it was the same one as me. A blue Ponyta in Diamond and Pearl. Shiny Ponyta? <laughs> no! After 23,498 encounters, I finally found it. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I definitely don't. I can what? tell it's a reference, but no. I don't know what it is. No! What? 
Oh my gosh, there's no way. I only know because you did the same thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't believe nobody knows this. Because it's an ancient meme that has less than a million videos total no. over entire decades. Yeah, uh, possibly. I mean, it was possibly. so like the so so the difference was the original video got taken down because I'm pretty sure the kid grew up and realized it was cringy, which is what made it great. And so there's a video out there. Just go Google like shiny ponyta. This is not for you guys because I I know I've like shown this to Linian. But maybe not Seth. Seth, you should Google shiny ponyta, um, shiny ponyta freakout reaction or whatever, okay. and the video will show up. And it's this kid who's hunt- shiny hunting, like old school shiny hunting, on like three Game Boy Advance SPs oh, for a shiny no. ponyta, and he finds it, and he just like starts screaming. Uh, it's nine minutes long, and he's just like he screams for like three oh. minutes of it, like out of excitement. And then he like he catches it, and he like he like he had he's just like he's got like the most hard pounding like trying to catch it. It's 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 endearing and cute at the same time. I would recommend it. Uh, and then if you're done with that, once you're done with that video, I'd go to YouTube.com/slash Puckle Podcast and watch the video <laughs> we made back in 2010, making fun of said video. We did Shameless we posted plug. it. Uh, where uh, Sarge, an old co-host on the podcast, uh, does the same thing with the Red Gyarados at the Lake of Rage in Heartgold. <laughs> okay, that's actually good. <laughs> so it's uh, it's the greatest thing. It's like a scene by scene remake, but with the with like with all of the ridiculousness that you would expect from it being the uh, Red Gyarados at the Lake of Rage. <laughs> all right, but uh, yes, I digress. I apologize for interrupting the email because I was referencing a meme from 2009. Thanks for letting me share. See you on the Discord, Trevster, the late night legend. We're done. It was good. It's a good meme, okay? Uh, We got one more this week. It is going to be from uh, the Supreme Malamar. He says, Supreme Malamar here, ready for my second email to whoever's read read this. He, I would have written in earlier, so it would have been before the last podcast, but life as a second grader on his first few days is rough, and the excitement of getting a new laptop does delay the email a little. But here I am Wait, writing in- is he saying he's a second grader? No, seventh. Seventh. Number seven. Oh. Ah. Oh, that's very different. Yeah. I think. I don't remember. I don't remember the difference, but I, I there definitely is one. But here I am writing an email in my one-hour class break, watching my brother do his schoolwork, and for those who have forgot, who have gotten braces, taking four doses of painkillers a day. Oh gosh, what's I'm wrong so with your sorry braces? You. Yeah. Now for the mailbag question: As someone who started their Pokemon journey when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, oh, the only experience I've had that makes me feel so old when that happens. I was in college. Oh. Yeah, I was in grad school. The only experience I've had with shinies when I played online Pokemon emulators and got a shiny Pidgey, and in Pokemon Go, when the fifth Pokemon I caught was a shiny Minum. I've never seen a Minum since. Too many times I have heard people gushing about how the Dexnav was amazing and how Swish ruined shiny hunting. I mean, ruined is a strong word. I have no idea how va- about how valid that is, given the fact that I have never gotten a shiny in the main series Pokemon games. I feel like they're trying to bump up the value of some shinies, as many people have said, by adding square shinies which I have definitely never got given the only shiny I have actually gotten in a Pokemon game was in Pokemon Go. See you in my email next week. Peace, Puckle Peeps. Supreme Malamar. The thing about the square shinies, though, is that it, even if it wasn't glitched, and it is, it really just tells you if it was encountered or if it was hatched. Yeah. I don't even think it's glitched. I think it's meant to do that. 
No, it, no, 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 no. It was meant to be the opposite way of what it is. It's confusing. Well, I mean, either way, it's supposed to be a a discerner yeah. between one or the other. So in a yes. sense, it's not glitched. But even then, there's still a chance that when you hatch yes. it, it's the other one. Correct. It's very... Con- I, I think it's stupid. I'm going to be honest. I think that's that's stupid. I wouldn't mind them so much if they were 100% and zero. Because yes. that's just a, hey, how did you encounter it? All right. Yeah. Did you cop out and do Masuda method or did you do it some other way? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally, I agree with that. I, I like that better than, oh, it's a different chance. Wow. Thanks, Game Freak. But yes, <laughs> if you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, you can do just that. Uh, we would like to know our prompt next week would be, uh, what do you think of Dynamax? Do you think it's done well? Uh, is it a great mechanic? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Um, let us know. Email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You can, of course, keep up with the Puckle Podcast in a lot of different ways throughout the week while you wait for uh, us to grace your earballs once again. You can come over to our Discord server at discord.gg where Thatch will make you play Among Us. Probably. He will. He will absolutely make you. I will force you. I, I have offered to buy people the game on more than one occasion. <laughs> 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 which is really bad it's five dollars it's five dollars so like yeah i'll only be out like 50 by the time i'm done right but yeah it, I, that may or may not happen depending on how addicted i am to that game next week <laughs> <laughs> it's just i i like i have like a huge i think i've done like more than 100 matches or something already it's bad i i just enjoy it it's a great way to hang out with the with the people over on the discord server but you can also follow us on social media at uh at Twitter, at Facebook, on Instagram, and over on Tumblr. You can, of course, keep up with us on YouTube at youtube.com slash thepucklepodcast. Or no, no, just youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Oh my gosh, I was thinking about Twitch. Because you can come over to twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, and I do intend to get back to streaming this week. Um, I have just had a lot of really long uh, work weeks, and I haven't had the uh, chance or the uh, the mental health to go ahead and do it. Hmm. So I'm hoping that this week will be much different. And everything will go well. And we can get back to streaming. We could party, party, party. Yeah, if you want to help support the show, you could drop us one of those Twitch Prime subscriptions if you have it. Uh, you could, of course, go to tpublic.com and buy a t-shirt. Uh, all of that goes back to help us. Or you could go over to uh, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and support us over there. And if we hit, I think we're only $24 away this month from being able to do a week-long giveaway for everybody on the server. So be the hero that you want you want Puckle to be. <laughs> be the change you want to see in Puckle. I, 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 do, I don't know. Yeah, just be there. I mean, we're almost there. Give a week-long giveaway. Let everybody get some cool shiny Pokemon they can vote on. You know? It'll be cool. All right, on that note, we I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been Linian, the disappointment child. And I've been not Linian. <laughs> and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower... It's closing time.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.